Hello, everyone, and welcome to season five of My Line Purpose, the podcast. This has been super exciting. We've been building up to releasing this episode for season five. This is my conversation with Colleen Nichols, who is the woman behind No Shame Sales Game, which is, I think, one of our favorite Instagram accounts to follow. You are going to hear amazing nuggets of wisdom in this episode, lots of humor, real talk and truth, because that's how Colleen rolls. And I'm just really excited that you're here to be tuning in with us, to be here for the fifth season of the podcast. We're so, so, so grateful. If you want to go ahead and be a part of a challenge that we're running for the next 48 hours, then you can go ahead and share that you listen to this episode on Instagram, tag at purpose and No Shame Sales Game, and you're going to get entered into a draw to win a prize from us. All you have to do is make sure that we're tagged. Okay, enjoy this episode, and once again, I'm so grateful that you're here. Welcome to My Line Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole McClellan. I'm what you would call a lover of connection, deep conversations, business growth, mindset reprogramming, NLP techniques, and definitely so much more. I am co-CEO of MyLine Purpose, along with Kayla Pilecki. Together, Kayla and I have a coaching and learning company for women entrepreneurs. Inside of our community, our courses, and our coaching masterminds, we transform women using our systems and soul process. I know that all of my past experiences have added up from being a high school teacher, world traveler, yoga instructor, and best-selling author, and they've all led me here talking to you. I want to share about living an aligned and purposeful life by building a profitable and purpose-driven business or two. I believe that all businesses can be built and sustained by having aligned systems in place and a soul-driven mission. I'm here to inspire you, make you laugh, and leave you feeling connected with these conversations. You can pop this podcast in while driving to the grocery store, getting ready for your day, or winding down in the evening. I'm here to give you weekly personal development, equip you with tools and some magic so that you can live your best life. Because after all, how you live your days is how you live your life. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram and Facebook at MyAlignPurpose, and be sure to check out our free resources and community events at MyAlignPurpose.com. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of this community. Now let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode on My Aligned Purpose, the podcast. This is an episode that I'm sure you've been hearing me talk about because I've got so many raving fans in my community who <laughs> love Colleen and love her work. So we're so excited today. We've got some really interesting, like fun conversation pieces um, planned. And so I'm really looking forward to chatting to you today, Colleen. I think it's been months in the in process. The making. Yeah, yes. months in the making. I was and like, oh my gosh, this is finally happening. It's finally happening. And for anybody who can't see us, we've arrived with almost similar shirts on. It's crazy. We're yeah. like the same. We have white little fluffy feather or fluffy shoulder. <laughs> it's so working. So, so for everybody who's listening, I always love to share how, like where the context of who I'm bringing on to the show. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've been in a few different direct sales businesses myself. And while I I've got three that I purchase from pretty regularly, I'm, I know what I focus on expands and I'm really focusing on growing my line purpose. So I'm not in the building of a direct sales business. However, I think they're brilliant. I think they speak to entrepreneurial spirit and I love, love, love 
your tone and your humor and the way you approach it. So I've been following Colleen on the podcast or on Instagram. And then I just one day was like, I don't even know if this is you, is it somebody who runs your social media, but if it's you, if you're real human and you would ever consider being on the podcast and you're just so cool about it, you're like, yeah, sure. Let's do this thing. I'm like, oh, okay, great. I'm the only one in my DMs. No, I get that a lot. People are like, is it, is this Colleen? And I'm like, yeah. And I'll <laughs> yeah. send a voice out like, Hey, it's Colleen. Just check my DMs. Like, yeah. So funny. Yeah. It's so great. I love that. And, um, I think that, you know, speaks to the nature of who you are and, and what you, uh, share with your community. So Colleen, why don't you share with everybody who's listening, um, where you're calling in from yes. something you're grateful for today and a little bit of a backstory that led you to this particular season of life, however yeah. much you want to share. Yeah. So I'm calling in from Richmond, Virginia. Um, I am grateful today, um, for having a babysitter. <laughs> like I have three boys who are seven, five, and two. And wow. up until I've, I've built my businesses without any help. So like, mm-hmm. you know, having a babysitter makes my life so much better for just a couple, any moms who are listening, like we, do you have kids, Nicole? Not yet. Not yet. Like, we, I mean, I can get done in two hours. What used to take me like all day. Okay. I got a babysitter. Like, let me go do all this stuff. It's so, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, Mm -hmm. and what has led to the season of like, oh gosh. So I've been in network marketing for the past five and a half years. Um, I, my background like professionally is mental health counseling. That's where I started. Um, And when I had my first son, um, I like, for sure, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I was like, he's going to daycare. I'm never leaving work, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I had him and I was like, I can't go back. Um, (laughs) so we scrimmed, saved all the things and I stayed home. Um, and then we had my second, they're like 20 months apart. So I got pregnant after like a year. And I think Jack was like 16 months old and I was, I don't know, five months pregnant. And my husband, who's the sole income earner lost his job out of nowhere. And I was, so we had two, well, one and a half Mm -hmm. and a mortgage and all these things. And I was like, I need to find a way to make money from home. So I had tried network marketing before and crashed and burned quickly and was convinced it was a you know, a crock of, mm. you know, and, uh, but I kind of, it came across me nobody reached out to me. I kind of saw somebody building and I was like, maybe I could do that. And so I, I built quickly. I had very quick success and have built a career. And then I noticed that even after like being successful and like mm. earning trips and stage recognitions and car and all these things, like people were still like, like a pyramid scheme. And I was like, God, okay. Like if my realtor friend earns a trip, then it's like, congratulations. Or right. another person in a sales company, they earn something or they drive a company car. It's awesome. But if I do it, it's a pyramid scheme. So I, my, the company that I built with, we kind of had a collaboration with another non-network marketing company for the first time and it came out and within minutes of the announcement um there were anti-MLM people in the other company's 
like comments like I'm never buying from you again. These people prey on women. And then within an hour or two, this billion dollar brand pulled out of a collaboration with another billion dollar brand because of what people were saying on the internet. And I was like, and this was about five years, five years ago. The, the brand collaboration was, I think in 2020. So two years ago, and this, I had been building and all the things and this collaboration happened. And then I was like, why don't we say something like different on the internet? So Mm. I started no shame sales game, which is the Instagram account. And I didn't tell anybody that it was me. It was completely anonymous. And I just started posting like more positive things about like, Hey, we could do this differently. Or how about you not do this? Or have you ever thought about it like this? Just a way that I wanted the the industry to be talked about that wasn't. Mm. Um, And it grew very quickly. And then after like four months, I think I was at like, I don't know, 30, 40,000 followers. And, um, my friends in real life were sending me posts. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And they were like, have you seen this account? And I was like, oh yeah, I have seen that account. And I don't like lying. So I was like, yep, seen it. Truth. And then, um, a while. And then they were like, this person said douchebag in one of the comments, like, this is you. It sounds like you, it's you. And I'm like, yeah, yes, it's me. Um, so then I like kind of came out and said that it was me behind it, but, um, and I, it's, this, is, it's this is amazing. I, yeah. I love this so much. Yeah. And so it grew, um, and, you know, I think it'll, I think next week is two years for that Instagram account. And, um, I, I started a, like a community off of that because mm-hmm. everyone wanted kind of more, um, and here I am sitting in my office talking to you. So that's what happened. Okay. I feel like I have so many questions just off. Sorry, of that. that was a lot. No, but that's amazing. Edit that it out. Such a good story. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first thing that I think I'm curious about from hearing all of that is do you, cause to me, what I gather from your Instagram account and, and that story and, and the wording, like, you know, your friends like douchebag, that sounds like yeah. you. Yeah. So the imagery of like having a backbone comes to me. Yeah. And would you say that you were always somebody that like had, you know, soft, soft heart, strong back and stood up for herself and like always had the right words to say? Um, Yes. Uh, but I, I don't think I would have like described myself as that, but I've always been very much. And I think it was just the way that I was raised by my mom and dad, but like, just, you know, say what you say and Mm. be kind, be kind and, but be confident. I mean, I remember if like that, but like ruffling some feathers, right? Like that's what it is. I was never ruffling feathers never like rough around the edges a little bit. And everyone was like, she's a little bit like either I'm your cup of tea or not type of deal. I am nice to everybody. Not everybody's cup of tea. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then the background of doing it was psychology. You said, yep. Count- yeah. yeah. Mental counseling. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that has weaved itself through your work? And if so, how? Oh my gosh. Yes. I was like, if you would have told me like when I was getting my, my degrees, like this is how it would end up using what I like learned. I would have laughed in your face, but this is, it's so much psychology. Mm. 
and so mm. much mindset and how we react to things. And it's like, it's all, it's all up here. All, like all our business, everything. Any, any entrepreneur or anybody with a heartbeat, like all of your world happens like in between these like couple inches between your ears. Like, yeah. and if you don't understand that or have somebody kind of like holding up a mirror to say like, so you're worried about this because of that. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, oh, I never thought about it like that. And I'm like, that's mm, why mm-hmm. I'm here. But yeah, so it's, yes, I'm not, I'm not obviously doing therapy, but it's funny because we'll do like, group calls on in my community and people like this is like a therapy session and I'm like oh no it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) and I told you my opinion (laughs) yeah there's a differentiator there so I I would love if you um talk to us a little bit about DSGC so that's your direct sales growth community right Arbel name yep Mm -hmm. no it's it's great it's a mouthful I love uh when I was looking through it it said started, owned, and made for women. And um, so talk to us a little bit about, you know, I know that a lot of people listening right now are in direct sales, network marketing, all of that. And I would love for them if they've not checked it out to go there to, to be in your world. And so can you give us a glimpse into what's happening inside of that community? Yeah. So it's, I selfishly, I kind of just created um, something that I would want to be a part of and as somebody in network marketing, because I feel like um, especially in the age of like social media and you're fine, people want to be coached and they want to like find a coach and coaches are really freaking expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and masterminds are really expensive. And I hate that, you know, it bothers me that network marketing is thought as like a pyramid scheme and there's only people at the top. Well, it, it kind of pisses me off that like coaching is kind of like a like if you're at the top 1%, then you can afford to get coaching and get better. But if you're mm-hmm. somebody who's doing network marketing, you're just starting or you're hanging out in that awesome middle and that's where you want to be. You're not going to lay down 50, like $1,500, $5,000, $20,000 for a coach. That's ridiculous um, right. for a lot of people. So um, I created a space where um you could come in and get training from those people um, for a fraction of the cost. So I charge, it's a year membership. I charge a dollar a day. Um, and I bring in some oh, brilliant. of, yeah, I bring in top leaders, speakers, coacher, coaches, coaches, authors, um, thought leaders every week to train on a variety of different topics. And um, it's kind of to just change the perception of network marketing from the inside out. So kind of building the professional woman and professional mm-hmm. in, in our sense, it's like, you're going to be confident. You're going to know how to talk to people. You're going to know how to show up on video. You're going to master your mindset. Um, and that's what we're building in there. So giving mm-hmm. people the opportunity to get access to something that's typically a lot more expensive. Mm, okay. This is okay. I feel like I want to come back to more questions about the community, but before I forget, this is making me think about something that, um, so I have a business partner. We're 50, 50 split in my line purpose. And, um, and we're both business coaches, trained coaches and, but we come from various backgrounds. So I come, I used to be a high school teacher and my, 
And so that leads very well into this work. And my business partner, Kayla, um, used to be in like really high level fundraising. So she really understands money and and asking for a sale and the gift and all that. Mm -hmm. So we came together, we left our careers, we got trained as coaches. We actually worked for somebody else, um, met working for that coach who, um, it didn't really work out for us. And then we were like, we were coaching each other back and forth. I was like, I, I want to grow my own little mindset business coaching thing. And she's like, well, I want to grow my money edit. It was her blog. And so we were coaching one another. It was really challenging to build our things on our own. So mm-hmm. we just said one day, what if we try together? And so it's been this really unique model and a, yep. and a lot of people have been like, but how do you guys split everything? We're like, it, we just do. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a fair game. 50, 50. Yep. So her and I have been talking and I've, I doubt that, I doubt that this podcast will ever make it into um, Melanie and Lair's ears, but do you know who I mean when I say Melanie and Lair alpha femme? Yes. Yes. Okay, so, yes. I have a friend who works with her. Okay. So here, Colleen, <laughs> this is the conversation I want to have with you yes. and Melanie, if you listen to this, please let me know if this is what's happening. So we have been perplexed by what she's doing. She's Canadian, right? We're all Canadian up here, Canadian up here. So she's a coach making 50 million a year. Yeah. And and we're like, how? And I have this theory, and I've never said this out loud until besides a close group of friends, that it's network marketing in a service-based way. Absolutely. Okay. And I want to talk to you about Mm -hmm. how, how you see this unfolding in the coaching industry where coaches train coaches. So, okay, I've made a hundred grand. So I can teach you how to make 50 grand. And then you're going to go teach somebody how to make 20 grand and so on and so forth. Right. And do you see network marketing going into service-based industries? And what's your opinion on that? I think everything is network marketing. Oh, okay. Okay. I I I think I think, I think everything, like, I think what you're, and again, I don't know Melanie's work super well. I just have a friend who <laughs> paid a shit ton of money to yeah, work with like I mean, over a hundred thousand. Like when she told me, I was like, <gasps> you what? <laughs> but like, I get it because she creates results. And like, if you are, if you want to get to a certain level, like, yes, I'm not, uh, but like, it is like, it's networking to get somebody to do like, join you. And then you get a result and then they get other people to join. Like, it's just, I I view the world as network marketing. And I think that's why I don't feel icky about it because we're all always network marketing. We are all Mm -hmm. selling things always. And I think um, that kind of differentiates like network marketing from like a, uh, uh, people say like a strict MLM, like you have to recruit to like, but I think it's Mm -hmm. all network marketing that's all that yes but she's she coaches coaches who coaches coaches who coach coaches I think that's all it is right yeah in my mind this is the whole theory that I'm that I'm making up once again I hope I hope Melanie if you ever listen to this that you give me an answer because we're so perplexed but I think I'm gonna ask my girlfriend I'll let you know (laughs) okay I feel like if somebody is charging a hundred thousand dollars per person minimum, you could easily take that hundred thousand dollars and say, I'll give you 30,000 of it back. If you go find somebody who also wants to be coached by me. So now you're making $30,000 for a recruit 
like recruiting. And then the next person comes in. And so then now you've made $70,000 off two people. So you're at $140,000, but you've paid out $60,000. And those people are like, I'm making $30,000 to tell my friends about this coaching program. It, I see that the coaching program could coaching industry, which is a billion some dollar industry go in that direction where if you truly believe in it, like people, um, who work with us, we always, we run a year program. So we say, you know, mm-hmm. January start the people who worked with us previously, if you really loved your year with us, um, we'll give you a referral fee, which I, ju- I just, I just, yeah, it's no different than network marketing. No different than network marketing. It's literally an affiliate program. Like yes. that's all it is. And everyone's packaging it differently and wrapping it in a different colored bow but it's all the same. If you're getting a kickback of any kind, it's a commission that you're making for selling something to people that are in your network. Mm. And I don't think that's bad. I think it's smart. It's brilliant. Like why not pay? Like people are going, we're going to tell other people about stuff that we like anyway, but let's incentivize them to take it a little bit, like to put that incentive behind them to push it just a little bit more and then so-and-so is going to end up in our program. And if they're going to pay me a hundred grand and I give you 25 or 30 of it, like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, that checks out for me. Like, yeah, it's, it's so interesting how, I, yeah, I, and I would say, so in our year long program, we have uh, 25 women huh? and I would say out of those 25 women, half of them have some sort of network marketing business mm-hmm. and the fears that arise from somewhere in their upline or sideline. And, you know, and, and, and there's also fear of, I don't even want to say I'm coached outside of my network marketing business. And I'm like, I can think of one, one person who I worked with and it took forever for her to tell me her company. I'm like, how are you ever going to sell? If you don't say your company name, she's like, we were advised not to, I was like, Oh my God, this is the worst business advice I've ever heard. The worst business. And like it, Oh my gosh. I have so, much, I have so much to say. Um, I, so in my community, I have people who are in there who obviously have, everyone has an upline. And yeah. one of the biggest things that I hear is that my upline's pissed off that I'm in here. They tell me I don't need any other coaching. And mm-hmm. I'm like, show me a successful woman who's only learning from one person. Yeah. It or doing it on her own. Or doing it on her own. It doesn't exist. Um, and I think the, and some are not like that. There are some, I have so many leaders who are like, it's almost mandatory. Like you're going to join my team. You're going to join this because this is how you're going to build your business. But there is that fact of people that are like, it's that scarcity lack mindset. They're like, oh, if they're, if they're learning somewhere else, then I'm not going to be the top dog. And if I'm not the top dog, then I lose control. And it's like, homie, if they succeed, you succeed. Like, why wouldn't you just want everyone to get whatever they need to stick around? I don't know. hundred percent. Don't understand. Yeah. It's, it is perplexing. And on, I suppose on the topic of being perplexing, what would you, because your posts and stories are so funny. Oh, thanks. Um, oh yeah. They're hilarious. Oh, when nice. I see them, I just think like, 
I wish that I was in Virginia and we could hang out because <laughs> I think I would laugh all the time. What would you say is like one of the most bizarre things that you come across, like on a, in the people that come to you and it's, and I'm not saying it's a fault of them. I'm right. saying it's like societally, they believe this about network marketing. People in network marketing believe about network yeah, marketing? Yeah, just either, or like, like weird limiting beliefs that you hear or just outside societal noise of oh what God. it, what this world is. The, so for the first thing I thought of was like people in network marketing that come to me, the fact that they overthink everything that perplexes me because mm. I'm somebody who like, I have an idea and I just start doing it and I figure it out. Um, and I find that most people are like, I have an idea. And then they pause for a really long time. And then they're like, what brand color should I have for my idea? What oh, brand candle should I have? What is my, and I'm like, what? Get started. You're not acting. People are not acting. They are just thinking. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's paralyzing so many women and keeping so many women from their greatness. It drives me bonkers. Um, I think another thing is perplexing, uh, to me that I get from the, cause I get hate messages every day. People are, oh, they, I'm sure. they dedicate their time and their days making like TikToks about me and things like that. And it's that perplexes me more than anything. Like people that hate this industry so much. And it's like, who hurt you? Mm -hmm. Like I, that perplexes me that they think this, but so many people think this industry is, um, like bad or predatory or anything that we're not all already doing and we're just getting paid for it. Yeah. So and you know, and it must be that, you know, I think we hear many voices inside of our head on any given day yes. and it must be that that voice is just so loud of you're so bad, you're wrong, you're, you're hurting people, whatever it is like that it comes from somewhere mm -hmm. and they, it's like, they can't turn down the dial on it. It's not, I don't even know. I'm yes, it's loud, but it's also so, um, natural that it almost, they don't second guess it because it feels like me looking outside and being like, the sky is blue. That's fact. I know it. Like I see it every day and mm -hmm. they think I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I don't know enough. I'm awkward. And it's not like it's an outside voice. It's literally their voice that's telling them these things and they believe it. They don't even second guess it. It's truth. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what kills me. So. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hate messages on a, a daily basis. Uh, well, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, social media bullying and all of that. It, it's, I love social media and I'm perplexed by it and so many things and I'm sure yeah. we all are. And okay. Another thing that I've been really pondering and actually a girlfriend and I were talking about this is curious on your thoughts about where you see the future of like career path going. And so what I mean by that is, you know, I, it's, you obviously had to do the university path to have the original career that you had. So really was told, go to university. You're smart, be a teacher or nurse or something like that. So I was like, okay, even though I didn't want to, I really knew I just want to travel, but I was like, okay, all my friends are going and I guess I'm smart enough to go. So I spent six years to become a teacher, massive student loan debt, like in Canada, I'm, I'm sure it's the same there, but you know, so oh, yeah. I graduated with over $80,000 of student loan debt. I come out now I'm a teacher and I can make 
40,000 a year. So we can do that math. It's going to take me my whole lifetime. And, um, and then I'm overworked, I'm underpaid, I'm exhausted. And I just think there's got to be another way. And so it was only like, I won't get into my whole story, but a synchronistic chain of events that got me out of teaching and Mm -hmm. into being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could go, if I could go back and tell myself over, I would say, There's so many other ways to get into a career path, start making money. And so with all of that, what are your thoughts on where the future is going with like post-secondary and what's available with making money off the internet? I don't, I mean, I think it's changing rapidly. Like, I don't, I don't know if by the time my kids are of age to go to college, it would, it, it will be a thing. Like Hmm. we're, we save for it's technically college, but we're very much of the my husband and I are under the agreement that like, if they want to go to college and that's a thing, sure. But we kind of, in the back of our mind, it's like, it's their startup for their first business. Like Mm. if they don't want to go to college, that doesn't mean, and I think our generation not going to college equates to like being a bum and living in a van down by the river and all this stuff, (laughs) but it's not that anymore. You could, people start businesses and there's so many ways to make money and, mm-hmm. and, and learn without having to spend and accumulate hundreds and hundreds of thousands of like, I mean, whether you're talking about just undergrad or undergrad and graduate, like people have so much debt. Um, yeah. I think that's changing. And I think that, um, social or, um, network marketing again, in a broader sense, like everything is network marketing, everything you can make businesses on the internet. Um, I think people starting their own businesses is going to be the college. Mm. And I also think, and I tell people all the time that I think network marketing is a fabulous business school because you learn so much about growing a business without having to invest a hundred, five hundred thousand dollars to like the media is there, the back office is there, the content is there, the product is there. You literally just have to talk to people, sell it, manage your time, um, Mm -hmm. and you learn. Mm -hmm. And because of network marketing, I've been able to grow a million dollar business on my own in less than two years. It's because of the work. Yeah. And it's because of the work that I, the skills that I learned in network marketing. Kayla and I always say to the people that come to us and they're like, yeah, can, can I do business coaching? I have a network marketing. We're like, yes, you have business in a box. This is fucking fantastic. Yes. Yes. You have entrepreneurial skill sets that some people just don't have yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. Cause I believe everybody can, I believe everybody is entrepreneurial at heart. Yes. Yeah. And so this whole business in a box idea is like, yes, let's utilize it. And I do, I mean, I'm sure there are so many more out there than what I'm aware of. I probably can think of, Oh, there's so many. 10, yeah. 10 that I'm like pretty common into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, in your opinion, cause you'd probably see so many is, are there some that you recommend for anybody who's listening? They're like, okay, I am curious. Yeah. Some that you recommend versus some that you don't, or what's your thoughts on that? Yes. I won't name names or being recorded because that's not, you know, me, but I tell people the things that I would look out for or to mm. ask questions about. Do you have to carry inventory? Do you have to Mm -hmm. buy inventory to hold? Do you have to then 
sell that inventory and move it because the way that network marketing is going is that should not be the case. Like, because it's mm -hmm. an e-commerce business, the company takes care of the shipping and the billing and the returns and all these things. So if you're, if they're like, yeah, like for the low, low cost of $10,000, you could have a whole, what, like a garage full of peanuts. And you're like, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, so I don't want you, I want people to ask about that. I want people to ask about, can I make money without recruiting? Because um, the answer is absolutely yes. And if somebody tells you that it's set up where you make, you can only make like pennies if you sell product, but the only actual money is in, and I'm talking actual money, meaning like a thousand dollars. I'm not mm -hmm. talking like a hundred thousand dollars. If I can't make a thousand, two thousand dollars on just product sales, that's a red, a red flag for me. Okay. So those are the things that I'm looking for. And I think that some companies do a better job at that. And I think there are some companies that need to get with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good to know. And, yeah. you know, open my eyes right now. Cause I'm like, I am in my perception is any sort of business like network marketing, it would be more helpful to have a team rather than growing product on my own. For example, I've been, I started with a company called Rodan and Fields and mm -hmm. I, that's great where skin I, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Love the products. I, I built a a large team and I had no intention of doing that, but that's what ended up happening. And then due to some things, I decided like, I'm not going to stay here. Um, and I was using a, a different company's product and I was recommending it so much that the girl that I bought it from was like, you know how this works. Right? And I'm like, yes, I should just do a link. Um, so I did. And I've, I'm like the top selling advocate and I earned a trip to Mexico without recruiting anybody. I just sell product and I make, wow. you know, I mean, now it's just, you know, fun money, but like it's, it's money and I'm not recruiting anybody. So hmm. yeah, depends on what your goals are. If you're somebody who comes in and says, I want to make a million dollars a year, then yeah, building an organization is probably the way to do it. The yeah. vast majority of people who look at network marketing want to make three to $500 a month. And there's, you do not have to build a team to do that. Yeah. That's like that safety money, that safety yeah, net. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know, like when you sharing your story at the beginning of your husband losing his job, you didn't say what his job was, but it's, it sounded like he was employed by somebody. And this is the whole thing where I, and COVID the pandemic really showed this of like, people believe so much in the safety and security of what exists out there. And that was the whole, like, oh my gosh, I thought people were going to drop dead. When I said I was walking away from my teaching position, right. so it was permanent. And I had the pension and the benefits and they're like, you are insane. And I'm like, no, I'm not happy. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. it, it actually isn't secure. And I got it before COVID. I couldn't imagine if I had to have taught and teach on my screen and at the school and all that, like I get out, I haven't got a good time. Got out in time. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the, your husband losing his job when he did, it's mm -hmm. like, there's, there's not actually the security there. We create it. We create our security. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you're exactly right. And that's kind of what was the catalyst for all of this. Cause he's self-employed and he started his own business and we are two self-employed people because we really believed it was safe mm -hmm. and it, it happened out of nowhere. There was, there was no writing on the wall. 
and right. in Virginia, where we live, it's a fire at will state. So you can let somebody go with, without cause. They just walk in and say like, you're no longer needed here today. Um, and you're like, what? And I mean, he was making six figures. He had a company car. He had a really, really nice job that they just said, no, thanks. So wow. it's not safe. And so when people say like, oh, this is what you do is risky. And I'm like, define risk though. Like mm-hmm. define that to me because sitting everything on just one job that my husband had, that is terrifies the shit out of me. I can't imagine doing that again. Yeah. Somebody else's decision. Somebody else decides. Mm -hmm. And like, I think any entrepreneur listening to this knows that like, it's on you. If it's, if it's going to, if you're going to make the money or hit the goals that you've set for yourself, it's not because of what your boss said. It's because you're going to do it. And if your level of work like the outcome is because of what you did, not because you, you know, over were overworked as a teacher and underpaid and didn't matter how hard you worked because it was going to be the same no matter what. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing like putting a real good fire under your ass to say like, this is all on me. <laughs> and I'm terrified. You know, like I'm getting married next month and we're going on a honeymoon and, and my future husband is, um, just became self-employed in the last year. So it's two of us self-employed and we're like, okay, we're doing this. And it's like, we've got larger expenses coming up. So it's like, okay. So we, we know that it's up to us to grow more, to, you know, spend more time and focus in our business at this Mm -hmm. moment in time. Colleen, I, I ask everybody the same two questions that come on the podcast. Our company is my aligned purpose. And it really is about that. Like whatever anybody wants to define as alignment, I, you know, I've got my own definition of it, but, and then being in, in purpose to stay in alignment. So what do you believe in this season of life? Because I think we're always evolving. So in this particular season of life for you, what do you believe your purpose is? (laughs) Um, my purpose I really feel like um, right now my purpose is to show women that like you can like you can make money and do it in a way that feels I, I use the word alignment a lot that feels really aligned and good to you mm-hmm. like and I feel like this business in a box network marketing is the way that changed my life and I feel like it's such an awesome tool. And so my purpose now is to like, this is a tool that I'm, that I want to show women how to use correctly that can change everything for them. And whatever that everything means is different to every single person. But I feel like right now that's my purpose. Mm, Clear. So, so clear. And okay. And then how do you know when you're in alignment with that purpose? Cause I think we have days where we wake up and we're like, Ugh, I just feel off or whatever, but when you're not off, when you are on, how do you know you're like in the zone with your purpose? Oh man, I'm a, I'm a gut person. So like, I really do think of it as like this like golden rod. And like when I'm right where it's supposed to be, like, it's, it's a feeling, right? Like everything kind of feels, I feel like the impact is being made and I'm enjoying it. So Mm -hmm. when I'm either like having, you know, there's been times where I'm like, I really have this goal. So I want to hit this number and it feels forced. Um, or I'm doing something I've, I've agreed to do a training series. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't feel excited Mm -hmm. by it. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I'm making an impact and it feels like it's not work, I feel like it's a whole flow. Like I could just sit here and talk to you. Like I, I just looked at the clock. I was like, Holy shit. Like we've been like it, that feels like I'm aligned. Like I like it. And there's impact being made. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's easy. It's just like it's easy. Yeah. It gets to be easy. Yeah. It gets to be easy. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you tell us, I know you did share a little bit about um, the D- DSGC earlier, but I would love for anybody who's listening, who might not know about you yet until this episode, can you let us know all of the ways that we can support you, work with you, be in your community, your world, where people can find you? Yes. I hang a I hang out a lot on Instagram over at no shame sales game. My, I also hang out on Instagram. I'm just Colleen double underscore Nichols. Um, <laughs> and, um, DSGC is where I spend all of, all of my time. That that's where I'm, if I'm not on no shame sales game, I'm in DSGC and that is how we can hang out. So. And is, is DSGC, um, ongoing enrollment can enroll at any time. Oh yeah. You can enroll at any time. Um, and it's a 12 month membership from when you enroll. So like how you're talking about like January, it starts for this. It's if you join on July 14th, then your membership would be up for renewal on July 14th, 2023. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And, um, okay. One last question about the Instagram, because I think this is so brilliant and amazing (laughs) that you were like doing it, not front facing you from the beginning. So I feel like now I need to go back and like, you know, scroll the ether forever to be like, what were you? Okay. So what were you posting in the beginning? Like not your face at all, just quotes. Oh yeah. It's always, um, it's all I, up until like, I started doing a couple, I did a batch of reels like in March, I think. And that was really the only time I would do weekly lives, but yeah, it was just the blue pink and blue squares for a year, maybe like it's, it was just the pink and blue squares. (laughs) Okay. And then the growth strategy on that, how did you grow that so quick? I hate giving this answer. Um, it was all natural organic growth. I've never done anything for it. I've never run an ad or a promotion of any kind. So, um, I think the way to grow quickly is to, um, like content is king. So Mm -hmm. make it, I think the content is good and people, I don't, so like on a personal account, I don't believe in like, you need a niche, Mm -hmm. but for a business account, like I know exactly who I'm talking to. And so, and I know exactly what my message is. So every day I come, I come out with that and it's, is it shareable? Is it savable? Is it taggable? Those are my like questions that I ask myself when I create a post and I want people to be able to do all those things. And when they're doing those, that grows my reach. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. It's like authenticity over everything, right? Like you're, yeah. it wasn't about like, look at me or anything yeah. like that. It was like my, your content is gold. Thanks. Yeah. It's no, I, I would have been glad if I never had to show my face. Cause it wasn't about, I, I still feel that way. And even when I get on video now, I feel very self-conscious and I have a whole like crisis about it. Cause like, it's not about me. It's about, mm-hmm. it's not my, it's my account, but it's not about me. And it's, um, I want to be very cognizant of like, they're like, Oh my God, it's her again. Like get off, mm-hmm. like just show me the pink or blue square. So it's not about me. But we do, people do love the popular opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Unpopular opinion from a popular network marketer. Yeah, that, oh my God, that is, I, it's so funny what sticks, like. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I need to come up with a new one. I haven't had one in a while, but yeah. Well, 
I think it's so good. And then do you see yourself because, you know, there's so much people talking about like the evolution of video content and, um, and, you know, TikTok growing, do you see yourself going to that platform? Or are you quite comfortable where you are? I'm quite comfortable where I'm at. I, uh, and again, talking about being aligned, I panic made a TikTok account because I got that, you know, that messaging of like, if you're not on TikTok, you're never going to make any money and you're a big failure. And like, I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> so I just like gather all my things and I'm like, download, remove watermark, go over to TikTok. And I'm like, like a sweaty mess. Like when I get there and I'm like, all the wardrobes laid out. Yeah. It's like, I don't like it here. I don't, I don't like it here. It's not mm -hmm. the party I want to hang out at, but that's totally fine. Um, I'll consume content on TikTok all day, but creating it on there, it's just not, not my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. No, I, I okay. love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love Instagram too. Our, our business just tried to make two reels. And so far I've had the same two likes on them. And at first I did, I, it was like a random name. I thought it was random. And then I clicked the profile and it was my sister's dog's account. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're the only person liking our, our two TikToks. <laughs> I just can't do the TikToks. I'm like, I feel like you have, like, it's just, it's just not me. I'm just, I'm not cool enough and I know I'm not cool enough. So I'm like, you guys have your fun. I'm just going to be over here. Hey, don't fix what's not broken. And you know, right. Yeah, so, you've got a good thing going. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Colleen. I want to say thank you so much. Today was awesome. This oh, conversation was fun and easy. And I, there's so many like little nuggets of inspiration that I know I've personally taken out of um, today's so. conversation conversation. And I know, um, th that it's going to be that way for others. And I really encourage, you know, the people, my people who listen to this and anybody new, like to go get into your community. I know that there's so much value to uh, learn from you. So just thank you again. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening in. I always appreciate your listenership. Once again, um, there's a TGIM. So Monday episode that drops every Monday and then great conversations with women entrepreneurs every Thursday. And I really appreciate your listenership. Have a 